Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. You know, the weather's getting warmer, so I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. Quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie also from Quince. Ooh. Mm -hmm. Okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic. Whether it's winter or or summer, they've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14-karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Hello and welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I am Dori Shafrir. And I'm Kate Spencer. And we are not experts. But we are two friends who love to talk about serums. And welcome to a mini episode. Where we also love to answer your email questions and voicemail questions and take your comments and just generally hear from you. Yeah. So, Kate, we got a great response from someone who listened to last week's mini episode and had some sex thoughts. Yes. So this was an amazing email. It was very long, so I'm just going to kind of pull portions from it. Um, But listener who wrote in, thank you for this awesome info-filled email. They wrote, I'm 42 and I've been having sex since I was 15. I'm having the best sex of my life now that I've learned and added in much of the following. Okay, so the first resource, She Comes First by Ian Kerner. 
This listener says, my husband read this also, and it jumpstarted a spicy sex revolution that we are still exploring. I love it. Betty Dodson. She is 89 years old and a sex pioneer. She has a ton of really amazing videos on YouTube. Then also the book Sex for One by Betty Dodson about masturbation and learning about your body, what you like, and becoming sexually empowered to then bring that to your partnered sexual relationship. Betty sounds like she knows what's up. I'm into Betty. She's had 89 years of experience. Maybe not all 89. Probably like 75. Yeah, there we go. (laughs) Um, Here's some vibrator recommendations from this listener. The Lilo Mona 2, pricey but worth it. The WeVibe Tango, which they say is great and small and convenient. And then also here's a great tip worth mentioning. Lube is so, so, so important. I wish I had added it into my sex play years ago. It makes everything better. I love Sliquid. That's S-L-I-Q-U-I-D. Does not have any gross chemicals like KY and Astroglide do. And also this listener recommended Lust Cinemas by Erica Lust for porn. Cool. So listener. Thank you, listener. Thank you. You are a sex pert. Seriously. Listener, I would argue. Um, uh, so What's coming up next? Okay, Dory. I have a voicemail with a recommendation and also a question that's geared toward me. Okay. But I would like actually to get your thoughts on this All as well. Right. All right. Here we go. Hi, Kate and Dory. Longtime listener, first-time caller. Uh, I've always wanted to say that. Um, this is Laurel from Seattle, and I have two things. One is beauty, um, beauty tube mascara. You were talking about tubing mascara. I have tried, like, all of the drugstore ones, L'Oreal Beauty Tubes Double Extend is the best of the drugstore brands. Second thing is for Kate. Um, have you ever tried going off caffeine completely for your anxiety? Because I had horrible anxiety and I found that it made a huge difference in my life when I quit can caffeine completely and now I just drink decaf I know there's a little bit of caffeine in decaf but decaf coffee because I like the ritual and um and now I don't feel like impending doom in the morning anymore so those are my two things thanks for the show and uh maybe I'll hear this on the radio later I don't know that'd be cool okay bye well you are hearing it for real. On the radio. Um, thank you for the drugstore tubing mascara recommendation. You know, I didn't know you could get tubing mascara at the drugstore, but I'm a big, I love L'Oreal mascara, which we have established, though not under the cruelty-free umbrella. So I'm a little torn, but I might explore it. Uh, hey, I say go for it. Okay, thank you. So thank you for that recommendation. Keep the tubing mascara recs coming. We're getting a lot yeah. of them. It's very helpful. I'm about to embark into the world of tubing re- tubing masks. I bought the blink. Me too, girl. So I'm just waiting for it to you arrive. And I, you and I are going to come to the next recording session with huge lashes. Our eyes are going to be like pop. Just tubes falling down <laughs> our face. So the question of have I tried to quit caffeine to help my anxiety Listener, a little known fact about me is that I have a newsletter that I haven't written in like almost a year called Quitting Coffee, which is all kind of grew out of my attempt to quit coffee to help my ca- uh, anxiety. But I will tell you that I have failed at it. Mm. And I think you're right that quitting caffeine would 100% help my anxiety. But I really love tea. Yeah. Black tea, mm-hmm. especially. And I also really enjoy coffee in the morning. My trick is that I try not to drink more than like two big ass cups of it in the morning. 
Okay. Because it does cause my heart palps to go up. It does give me some agita. But if I limit myself, it tends to be okay. I know the right choice would be to quit it entirely. I just haven't gotten there yet. That's fine. Now, Dory, you did quit caffeine when I you did. got pregnant. N- not by choice. I just want to make that very clear. True, true, true. Like, I, I was not like, I'm going to quit coffee. I, in fact, I had researched this very carefully, and I had decided that I was going to continue drinking coffee throughout my pregnancy because all the guidelines say you're allowed to have up to 200 milligrams of, co- of caffeine a day. So I was like, okay, I'm going to cut down a bit. About a year ago, I think I'd switched it to an iced green tea from like a latte. So I was already kind of cutting it down a little bit. Yeah, I was weaning. Um, But in the morning, I would usually make a cup of coffee at home that I would have like the second I woke up. And then often Matt and I would walk to Starbucks and I would get a, a grande cold brew. So, and that kept me going till about three when I would need my iced tea. But that was, you know, that's, that's a decent amount of caffeine. Yeah, that's a lot. The cold Um, brew too has more, right? Well, it's more concentrated, but the actual amount of coffee that you're drinking, like when you dump out all the ice, it's actually not that much. Okay, interesting. Um, And, you know, the cup of coffee I was having was like a small mug of coffee. Like it wasn't like a, like a tumbler of coffee. Okay. All right. Um, but yeah. And I, so I was planning on drinking a tall cold brew, cutting out the immediate wake up coffee and then trying to cut out the afternoon caffeine as well, but sticking to a tall cold brew. Cause that was well under, <clears throat> excuse me, that was well under 200 milligrams. Um, and I did that for a few weeks and I started to like not really be able to finish it. And then I, then I got really sick and the, the thought of coffee, the smell of coffee, everything about coffee just grossed me out and I had no appetite for tea either. So I just, I stopped drinking it because I couldn't stomach it. And now that you kind of have your appetite back again, have you dipped a toe back into caffeinated beverages? I haven't because it's so hard to quit coffee. Like, and I've, you know, I've done it before and it's really freaking hard. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I was able to do it. I'm just going to try to not have caffeine. That's freaking amazing. So, you know, who knows how long this is going to last. I could have a newborn and be like, please mainline coffee (laughs) into my veins. Like, I don't know. So I'm open to the possibility of needing coffee down the road. I'm not one of those people who thinks like caffeine is bad for you. Um, A lot of studies show that a cup of coffee a day is actually beneficial, but I do like the idea of like not being dependent on it. Not having that stimulant kind of drive your wake wakefulness is very intriguing. Yeah. I mean, I think I just also need to think about like, do I enjoy the ritual of coffee? Mm -hmm. There was a part of me that thought I did, but maybe I don't because I don't really miss it. That's fascinating to me because that's what I love the most is like the warm, the morning and it's cold and you get your mug. Like what are, are you just having a mug of water? Or do you have a new um, ritual that's replaced it? Well, 
I I had when I was sick, I was eating cereal in the morning. And now I'm eating avocado toast or toast with almond butter and banana. So you put that toast into a mug. I, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's what Pour it's the mug. Half and half in. <laughs> um, yeah. And I just I'll usually just eat that and drink a glass of water. I'm so envious. Maybe I'll try it. I don't know. I sometimes say, th- say that and then I'm like, it's not, I enjoy my coffee. That's the thing. It's like, eh, you know, yeah. Eh. Eh. Well, listener, that's our answer. Eh. eh. <laughs> Let's take a short break. Let's do it. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Kate, I feel like we are like barreling into summer. It's happening so fast. It is. And I feel like also with summer just come more social events. There's weddings. There's nights out. It's vacations. I mean, like all the things happening in summer. And what I love is that Honey Love has just the right thing for all those events. Feel comfortable and confident this summer with Honey Love's best-selling Super Power Short. The Super Power Short smooth shapes and lifts, giving you a flawless silhouette under any outfit with targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. Speaking of working with your bod, the crossover bra, which I'm wearing as we speak. I wear that my, thing every day. I do too. Uh, it's my favorite Honey Love piece. Let me let me just tell you why. Yeah, get oh, into okay, it. Do you want to tell me why? No, no. I was just <laughs> going to say like, I, I, I don't even need to wear it to events. I wear it like the event is every day of my life. Yes, that's such a good way of putting it. The bra gives all the support of traditional bras without using any underwires. And just like sidebar, I have put on some of my old underwire bras lately and been like, oh God, like get this off of me. No, thank <laughs> once you. you. Once you start wearing Honey Love, you're just like, no, not yep. going back. You see also, how it like, could be. Yes. Also like summer sweat under those underwires is like, ugh, the worst. Now you don't have to worry about it. Get the support you need with the comfort you deserve and treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market. Save 20% off at honeylove.com slash forever. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash forever. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. So shape your life with Honey Love. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe 
like for the long haul without spending a fortune, I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. Quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from Quince. Ooh, Mm -hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking, I'm going to toot my own horn, effortlessly chic, whether it's winter or or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30. You got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. You know, Dory, we talk to a lot of really fantastic, intelligent people on this podcast But I don't know, maybe you're like us and you want to go even deeper. Mm, I'd love to go deeper. We like to go deep. And that's not only possible with today's sponsor, but also easy to accomplish on Masterclass. Every year I get really into the classes offered and the instructors offering them. Like I'm all over the place with the things that I like on Masterclass. But this year I am very interested in the class Redefining Feminism, which is 14 lessons from Gloria Steinem. Okay. Now, they dissect issues women face in the U.S. and ways we can play a role in the feminist movement in our everyday lives. Look, I majored in women and gender studies in college. So this is right up my alley. But even if you didn't, Even if you're like, this is the first time I'm hearing those words. I would argue, especially if you didn't. Yes. Get into it with Masterclass because this is the year you can really learn from the best to become your best with Masterclass. Go from just talking about improving to actually doing the things you've been wanting to do with Masterclass. And it doesn't have to be redefining feminism with Gloria Steinem. It can be gardening in your own garden or your yard or patio. It can be learning to cook Indian food or designing a space that you love. Masterclass offers over 180 world-class instructors. So whether you want to master like negotiation with Chris Voss or think like a boss with Martha Stewart, or maybe capture your vision through photography with Petra Collins, Masterclass has you covered. With Masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with the world's best. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash F35. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash F35. That's masterclass.com slash F35. 
So, Dory, we have a voicemail from a listener that I would like to play. And I just, before we, we press play on it, I want to let you know that this person called twice okay. to clarify the question. Okay. So I might um, kind of help clarify once the voicemail is over, but I went with their first voicemail. Great. Okay, here okay. we go. Hi, Kate and Dory. This is Alisa from New York. I am calling... Uh, maybe for a question. First of all, I love the podcast. I've been listening since the beginning, and I just feel like you two are my best friends when I listen in the car uh, to and from work. It's wonderful. So that being said, I have a bit of an issue keeping plans. So not just plans with friends, but like doctor's appointments or anything that I have to schedule way in advance. I don't know if it's anxiety, but the day that the event or whatever I schedule comes up, I talk my way out of not going to said event. Um, it could be volunteering. It could be uh, dinner with a friend or, like, like I said, a doctor's appointment. So I was just curious if either of you deal with this and how you deal with it and any tips that I could use to try to get myself to be more of a commitment-type person. Um, so I appreciate it, and I hope um, you guys are doing great, and I uh, will keep listening, and thanks so much. Bye-bye. So the listener clarified in their second voicemail that it was really about having anxiety about following through on these commitments. And I'm curious, do you do you deal with that all, Dory? Because I struggle with this kind of thing. I actually struggle with even just making the commitments. And I'm wondering if we have any thoughts on how we can help this listener follow through. I feel like I need a little more information from both of you. Oh. What kind of commitments are you talking about? I will tell you it's very hard. I, I, I could relate to this in that if I have something on my calendar that's been there for like six months, let's say it's a dentist appointment, and then I see it coming up, I often will be like, I can't deal with this and cancel it and then postpone it for another six months. And then that pattern repeats itself until I've put off a thing over and over again. I see. I see. And then the other thing I struggle with is like making doctor's appointments because uh-huh. I, I get anxiety about what might be revealed at the appointments. So I just instead prefer not to make them. Or like I didn't make a dentist appointment for like three years because I was ashamed that I hadn't been to the dentist. You are my husband. Am I? Yes. It's a good thing we both have podcasts yeah. with you. <laughs> He's the same way. And I, I, I kind of understand what this listener is saying in that you have this weird feeling of impending doom when mm-hmm. you see the commitment lingering and, and just kind of back out at the last minute. I don't know why we do that. Does does your husband do this? It sounds familiar to you. Yeah, he basically refuses to go to the dentist. And I think it's because he has shame. So of course, then it becomes a whole snowball effect. Yeah. Because the longer he doesn't go to the dentist, of course, his teeth get worse. And then but then he's too embarrassed to go. So that's one thing. And then with the doctor, he I think it was the same sort of thing. Like he didn't he he didn't want to know if something was wrong. Now, because we were going through all this infertility stuff for various reasons, he ended up having to go to doctors a couple of times and he's fine. 
Um, but he does not go like of his own volition. I have been putting off going to the dermatologist for like a year in part because I want to find a new dermatologist and I'm just like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like the energy I need to expend to find the new dermatologist, which is not that much energy. I just haven't done. Um, but yeah, so I need to do that. But I, I don't know. I generally don't have that issue of like something being on my calendar for a long time and then, and getting like anxious about it. My thought for this listener yes. is, would be to possibly figure out a way to reward yourself for following through on things. I like that. I like a reward. I like, I'm very reward. I'm like a dog. I'm treat motivated. What's your treat? Like it's small, like maybe get a man or it's small for me. Like go get a manicure. Okay. Or, um, you know, like buy that thing I've been eyeing or even just like, oh, I'm, I'm going to give myself two hours to watch a movie on a Tuesday night when I should, I have work to do or, or whatever that, you right. know, or go take yourself out to a movie. What about string cheese? I love string cheese. <laughs> I love a hot dog cut up into tiny bites. You, you're my dog. I now you're love, my dog. <laughs> uh, you know, a bone. Um, the other thing I would say, listener, is uh, one thing that I'm learning in therapy is kind of talking, like talking out to myself, like, what am I afraid of? what are the steps I, I need to do this thing? What am I afraid is going to happen? What probably will happen? And it helps me to kind of clarify, like, what am I really nervous about going into this thing I have scheduled? Is it the commitment? Is that I don't want to do it? Is there some sort of um, shame aspect to it, which is a big thing for me? So maybe kind of taking time to look at each individual event that you're feeling anxious about and breaking down, really getting getting into the core of what you're anxious about. Yeah. I think that's good advice. Keep I, us posted. I hope that helps. Call again. Yeah. Leave us two more messages. Call again. anytime. We, we appreciate it. We received an email after we did our full episode on kind of the basic everyday products that we can't live without. And a listener wrote in with theirs and I loved all the recommendations. I thought we could share it. Sure. Um, would you like me to read it? I would. Okay. The first stunner, I like a stunner. Stunner? Also, the, the best part, this is such a great setup for what the stunner is. Totally. Is bag balm, which is a wonder. My mom uses it. My grandmother used it too. It lasts forever. It's medicated and is a wonder on cracked, dry heels and especially my hands in winter. We always slather it on before bed under breathable socks. Yes, on our hands too. And my morning... Um, and in the morning, my heels and hands are fab. You can use it in any form. You would have used Vaseline, but this is 10 times better. We also use bar soap and washcloths and are never without our dial with aloe bars. We always have cornstarch powder in our home, no talc, to help with the chafing on our curvy bits. Finally, we always have the Kirkland brand dishwasher pods. Yes, Costco. They're effective and cost efficient. We go through only one and a half boxes a year love this i have never used bag balm oh, have you yes i have it's actually kind of a sweet story that i will tell which is not long after i met my husband he noticed that my heels were cracked and he was like i bought you some bag balm and i was like what's bag balm and he was like it's stuff that you put on your feet and it will cure your cracked heels and it's great it's amazing 
I thought that was very thoughtful and sweet of him. That was very thoughtful and sweet. Yeah. I'm also not sure my husband even knows what bag balm is. So I'm very impressed with his. I don't know how he knew of it, but he, it was like he, he had been, he knew of it from like a long time ago. Now, have you done this like putting it on your heels and then putting the warm socks over? I've put, yeah. Cause you don't want to like get bag balm over your sheets. You know, so you do, you do want to kind of put on a pair of socks. I still have it like in my bedside table and I don't use it as often as I should. Um, but it is, it's great stuff. It's very powerful. I use it's Vaseline. Also cheap. I use Vaseline on my lips. Would I use bag balm on my lips? Like, doesn't it have kind of like a medicated scent? A little bit, but she says any form you would have used Vaseline. I know. That's what I'm saying. I mean. All right. All right. Have you ever put cornstarch on your chafing body parts? I have not. I haven't either, but I 100% am going to try it now. Yeah, I totally. read that and I was like, uh-huh. Yeah. Put that on the list. It's a good tip. Also just... Talc is not good for us. No, talc is very bad for you. Mm-hmm. Cornstarch, though, you can cook with it. Yeah. And... It's multi-purpose. Um, and I also just want to say that I use the Kirkland brand dishwasher pods as well. Oh, well, look at you. Is anyone surprised? No. No. But they're great. Well, and I'm about to get a dishwasher. <gasps> I, I meant to ask, do you have a Costco membership? Yes. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah. I got excited. Dory, we just don't go that often, but we do have a membership. Well, I'm going to get you a box of these dishwasher oh pods gosh, for the holiday so season. Sweet. Yep. Thank you. It'll be a very practical gift basket that I give you. Just be like a tube of oh Vaseline. Oh my God, I just thought of something amazing. Go on. A Costco advent calendar. Oh, where you get a Costco item for each yeah. day? I should make that for you. It would, but it would, it would need to be huge because it would be like a 24 pack of It would be amazing. It would be like the size of your house. <laughs> <laughs> Just a 30 pound bag of the dog chews that I get exactly. my dog. Exactly. Oh, God. <laughs> Costco at me, baby. <laughs> uh, Dory, let's take a quick break. Okay. You know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older and how we treat it and how we love it. Because look, as I'm learning in my mid-40s, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. Not that they're bad. They're just new. You know what I mean? Like I am now just discovering creppiness, Dory. Mm, okay. Which is okay, I know. visible on my <sighs> neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. Luckily, One Skin, our sponsor today, knows all about things like crappiness. And I'm not overly concerned with aesthetics, but like I do just want to keep my skin healthy as I age. Totally. I love their topical supplements. They really help your skin feel, I don't want to say younger, but just vibrant, Mm. refreshed. They combine tissue engineering, data analysis, and cutting edge longevity science to literally create the world's most effective product to help with skin aging. I am particularly fond of their face topical supplement. It's essentially a moisturizer, but it has their Mm -hmm. proprietary OSO1 peptide to really help with all the parts of our skin that are exposed to environmental damage. You can use it on your face, your hands, your neck. I know here Mm -hmm. where we live in Los Angeles, Our hands, we're driving. That sun is coming at us at all times. 
One Skin believes the Amen. purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient to the aging process. They really create next level skincare. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and more importantly, acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OVER50 at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OVER50. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. Okay. Um, so Kate, I have to tell you, this next question is very near and dear to my heart. I know. I think it's a good one. And I'm, I'm, I'm really excited to kind of dig into it with you. Let's get into it. I'll start by reading the first part. Do you want to read the second paragraph? It'll sure. be like going around in the classroom. <laughs> or it's like a Seder. <laughs> or that. We're basically at a Seder. Here's our question. My question has to do with hair loss. I'm 36 and have been experiencing gradual thinning of my hair for the past five to 10 years, but it's really been accelerated after each of my two pregnancies. The postpartum hair loss after my second pregnancy is still continuing a year after my son was born. I am starting to get really frustrated and depressed with the situation. It is so hard to see all the strands in the shower and on the bathroom floor every morning. I have tried camouflaging the thinning with topical products, used special shampoos, have had a full battery of tests run to see if hormone levels, thyroid, vitamin levels are low, and I'm taking supplements or medication where advised. I'm considering trying a product like Women's Rogaine to see if that helps. All right, here's part two. My main question, though, is how to deal with the emotional and self-esteem impact from hair loss. Some mornings as I get ready for work, I just get so upset and depressed that it is hard to get myself out the door. I have a lot going on with two kids under three and a demanding full-time job. So I don't really have the luxury of wallowing too much, but it really affects my mood and self-confidence. Part of me knows that I'm so much more than my hair and that I shouldn't let my appearance dictate so much of my happiness and feelings of self-worth, but it's hard. I don't feel like hair loss is one of those things that is accepted for women to talk about or openly deal with. And it is just so embarrassing. I don't know how to coach myself through my feelings. I'm starting to just spiral if I dwell on it too much. My husband doesn't know what to say or do to help. Although he always says he quote, doesn't notice. I'm fairly confident he is lying. I don't really confide in anyone else about it because I'm just so self-conscious. Some days I'm in tears about it. Probably I'm being shallow, but there it is. Uh, what advice do you have on how to deal with this? Not sure if Kate had to face this after pregnancy. Any tips? How do you feel confident and happy with your appearance when dealing with something like this? Oh, I feel for you. This is so hard. This It is so hard. It's hard. And it is, this listener's right, like it's not a thing that's talked about for yeah. women. And it is a thing women deal with. Mm -hmm. And hopefully we can create a dialogue and other and people will weigh in. Because it's like one of those things that happens to women. No one talks about. And so there's this kind of weird suffering and silence experience, I think, that comes along with hair loss for women. And that must really, really be so hard. And so I just want to say that I am sending you a big hug and lots of sympathy. Um, did you have hair loss postpartum? I did, but I didn't have a thinning effect. I did have a ton of hair come out and it and in addition to it it feeling weird because yeah. your hair is thinning, it also is very jarring because yeah. your hair is kind of coming out in clumps, especially mm -hmm. in the shower. 
So I did experience a, a real thinning of my hair, but not in a way that I felt that it was visibly noticeable. Right. And I think that's part of the challenge that this listener is describing. Did it grow back? It did. But I think what happens is your hair gets very thick because of all the hormones juicing up your bod when you're pregnant. Right. So you get this like luscious fake. Yeah. It, like this new mane. And then all of a sudden it, and my hair changed texture and changed kind of shape actually after having children. So it's a whole, it was a whole journey. Um, but I'm, I'm, I don't know if I have an answer for this listener because I do think you're in the shitty position of like, yeah, we like, we know like our self-esteem is not based on our looks, but we live in a culture in which that is what's valued. Hair loss for women is not at all like culturally accepted the way hair loss for men is. And even then I think men deeply struggle with hair loss. Yeah. So this is just a really tough position to be in. Um, yeah, I don't have that many great suggestions in terms of like how to psychologically get over the, um, you know, the issue of your hair thinning, but I do have a couple of potentially practical suggestions. Let's do it. Um, if you still have enough hair, you might look into extensions. Which you have experience Which with. Which I, yes, I had extensions for, I don't know, probably two years. Um, and they were great. Like I thought, I don't, I don't actually know how much the average person like noticed if my hair looked different, but to me, my hair felt fuller and I felt more confident with them in. Um, I got tape in extensions and you had to, you have to replace them every like four to six weeks. So it start, it does start to get expensive. Um, but you know, that's a possibility. Um, but you do need to have enough hair to kind of cover them up. So I don't know how thin your hair is. I have pretty thin hair. Um, and I was able to have some on the sides where it was kind of, it looked the thinnest. The other thing that you might want to look into, and this is something that I've also considered and brought up on the podcast is you might think about a wig. Okay. Like, like a really good like quality wig. Like a really wig. great wig. I think, you know, again, we have this stigma about anything relating to hair loss. People are so rude about it. Especially when we have zero control of hair loss. We have no control over it. So, you know, I think that it is worth at least investigating the possibility of a wig. Go try some on. And you might look in the mirror and say, hey, I actually like how I look in this wig. Like, I'm just going to do it. It'll make me feel better. Um, I don't think there's any, I don't think there should be any shame with wearing a wig. There should be no shame. I think about any choice that anyone makes Yeah, that helps their, helps them feel good inside and out. I have a question. Would a shorter haircut help alleviate the noticeability of hair loss or does it almost, does that, I, I'm just curious, like if changing hairstyles might make you feel more confident or working with your st- a hairstylist to kind of change how you wear your hair in a way that makes it less noticeable yeah. or makes you feel more confident. Yeah. I think that's worth looking into. I mean, I, I generally keep my hair above my shoulders um, because I feel like when it gets longer, it looks kind of stringy and thin. Um, and if it's shorter, you can kind of like play up the volume a little bit more. Um, you also might look into someone in your town, your city or town that who specializes in thin hair, like a hairdresser who kind of, that's what they do. And they might have some solutions for you. 
I, I'm guessing the listener may have already tried this. I take collagen powder every day in my coffee and it has, it, I notice, again, it could be a placebo effect, but I notice my fingernails are stronger and that my hair is growing mega fast. Well, and she says that she's had her hormone levels, yes. thyroid vitamin levels checked um, and that, that and she's, that she's taking, supplements. taking supplements. So my but I just, is- I remember Priyanka um, mentioned that when she started taking iron, she started, um, her hair grew back. Oh, that might be another good yeah, one. Yeah. So there, you know, there could be an iron deficiency going on. Um, so listener, you have our full support. If people have tips, please weigh in. We always, we love sharing them, whether a voicemail or email. And also I do think our Facebook group is probably a super good spot for yeah, this totally. conversation. So listener, if you're not already there, hop on over. Yeah. Well, that just about does it for today. Dory, before we go, should we let people know where they can find us? I think so. Um, our voicemail is 781-591-0390. And our email is forever35podcast at gmail.com. Please hit us up. Bye. Bye. Bye.